celebrate my blessings. God is the center of my life, and His love allows me to live life to the fullest. Every day is a day of growth and self-improvement. I am blessed to have you join me on this podcast. Love, peace, and gratitude. All right, here with Lolo, Grateful Gratitude, always a pleasure to talk to you. And what are we going to talk about today? Today, um, we're going to talk about a quote that I saw in a movie re- recently. I watched um, A Wrinkle in Time. I don't know if you've seen that movie or not, but spectacular movie. Awesome movie. It's a book, too, isn't it? Yes, actually, it was a book written in, I believe, 1962 or 1965. I'm not familiar with either. Oh, well, you should be. Well, um, there was a character in the book that did nothing but speak in quotes, and they were all positive quotes, so you know that's kind of my bag. Um, the one I want to talk about is from Rumi, and Rumi was a philosopher many, 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 many years ago. Like and a real philosopher. Real philosopher. Okay. Real, he's a theologian. And so he said the wound is the place where the light may enter. So what that means is when someone hurts you or you have something devastating happen, it opens a wound. And you can use that wound to allow God or the positivity to come in and heal that wound. That is absolutely accurate. It is. It absolutely is. And people, I think it took me a while to understand that. But if you just think about things that happen in your life, and I can go back and think about things that have happened in my life Mm -hmm. and apply that quote and say, yeah, that's 100% dead on. And I think, too, if you kind of embrace that quote and you get hurt and you allow that light in, you become so much stronger and you come out of that situation so much better. You know, I referenced when I was in high school, it was my sophomore year, and I was in a clique of girls and all of a sudden they walked up to me one Friday afternoon and said, we don't want you in the group anymore. That's in high school? Sophomore year. Wow, okay. Now, the other thing is all my friends were 16, had cars and drove, and I was young for my age, so I was 15. Mm-hmm. So I was really lost, and no explanation, just you're out. And I didn't understand that, and that's tough when you're in high school. So, you know, I went home, I cried and sobbed, whatever, I still, I didn't know who I was going to hang around with, and I happened to find another friend that really didn't have anybody to hang around with, and she was so unique and was... I don't want to say she was strange, but she was different. Okay, that's a good word. So I kind of learned how we could both be different and still be good, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I used that to come out of that was stronger. And it's, you know, the other thing was it was right before the first basketball game. Everybody was going to be there, and then they were going to go hang out for pizza, and then they were going to have the sleepover, and here I was dumped. I don't know if I'm just – well, we've talked about this, and – this, these sessions end up being like counseling sessions for me as well. Good. Um, but I don't know if I've just been very fortunate because, like, I can remember in third grade, my two best friends came up to me yeah. and told me that if I didn't like Star Wars, then I couldn't be their friend. Wow. And as a third grader, my, my attitude was, okay, we're not friends. It, I mean, I just, I, I guess I'm just fortunate that that type of stuff just never really impacted me, but I can completely understand how it could impact other people. Well, and you're also, no offense, but um, I think girls go through this a little bit more um, than guys do sometimes, because I think guys naturally can kind of, I don't know, they have kind of a better attitude, they don't let it get to them as much or whatever, and they know how to kind of move on. Not every, I'm not trying to stereotype or anything, but I think with girls, they can relate to this. I feel like this has to have happened at least multiple times in 
multiple girls lives yeah. you know i think we can all say that you know mean girls moment Right. We all have at least one of those. Yeah, and I think we tend to be more sensitive in those <laughs> formative years mm -hmm. and puberty years. And, you know, drama, unfortunately, can be a big part of a woman's life, and, and there's no need for it. Yeah. I mean, it's better just to kind of release. Them. I don't want to take you off course, but you and Lexi yeah. are doing these teenage girls seminars mm -hmm. that I think are really, really good. Thank you. And I don't think, and I'm, I'm not telling you how to do things because I understand uh -huh. what you're doing, but I think that you could actually do those for women <laughs> uh, well you know with our women's seminar that we did we kind of touched on relationships and how to say it's okay you know let people go if they're not good for you but i think teens have a whole different mindset they're mm -hmm. so worried about being accepted and so worried are they the cool kid and you know we try to teach you don't have to be the cool kid because you're different and unique you can start your own movement. And Lexi talks about that. You know, start your own movement, be your own thing, and let people follow you. Don't rely on following someone else. And I think you and I were talking about, and I can't remember where this was from. Oh, I remember. It was the Plano High School uh, valedictorian or the, the student yes. they let speak. And he said, never follow anyone because you'll only get as far as they get. Exactly. And that has just been profound to me. And... Um, so, and I know with Lexi going through all those years of dance and at a, you know, professional level, it's tough. And you have to learn to disassociate yourself with other people's opinions. Well, and going back to the quote about the, the wound being the place where the light enters. Mm -hmm. If you truly embrace that and you truly feel that way, it's hard to get wounded. It is. It really is. And you almost look forward to the wounds because you know, you, I've, I've talked about that <laughs> yeah, on this you before. You, you look forward to it because you know you can come out of it better. Right. But it takes a long time and a lot of mental strength yes, to does. get to that point where you realize that and you can yeah. deal with it. It's a lot of pressure. A lot of pressure that you have to learn to just let go of. And, and we just have to understand that we don't need to be wounded by others. And if others are going to wound us because they're insecure or whatever reason they feel jealousy or envy, we, we need to refocus that it's not us. Someone else has wounded us, not to our own fault. But this gives us a great opportunity to either turn to God or turn to prayer, turn to whatever you do, but allow yourself to get stronger and allow that light to fill you and heal you. Well, and to take it down to the most basic level, one of the first lessons, at least, you know, I'm, I'm a couple generations away and don't have any kids, so, but at least in my generation, one of the first lessons we learned was a lesson called sticks and stones. Right. And the sticks That's and good. stones may break your bones, right. but words will never hurt me right it is amazing to me how as adults that's the first lesson we forget and we all get so sensitive right. and we all get so consumed with other people's words mm -hmm. other people's actions mm -hmm. and we just completely ignore that lesson that we learned as a toddler as a kid yeah well and i think social media too has put us in the center of the attention and we want everybody to see us in our best light on social media, and we hide things we don't want to see, you know, we don't want someone to see, and we only put out there like, oh, you know, graduation, big celebration, I got a gift. Everything that's kind of a little bit superficial, and like Lexi has said to me before, you're only seeing a person's highlights. It's a highlight reel. That's all it is. And it is not 
it's not who you are or what you are and don't open yourself up to that Lexi and I have really removed ourselves a lot from the Facebook personal pages just because you know people make a comment and it it can affect our day you know if it's something sad mm -hmm. um, so we kind of moved away from that a lot but you know, but we do a lot of inspiration through our, our gratitude page. So yeah, and, and there was, and I don't know if it came from your page or somewhere else about um, toxic people. It and, wasn't ours, but go ahead. And it, it listed the qualities of a toxic person, mm -hmm. and basically said, hey, if you if you have someone in your life that fits a lot of these, yeah, just get rid of that person. Absolutely, it's easy. To and you don't have to give up on the person. No. But you can get the person out of your life to the point where it's that person's not going to impact you. I like to say, and I like to go, and this is really hard to do, because I can deal with toxic people. Mm -hmm. At least I think I can. And as long as I know what they are, mm -hmm. then it's up to me to figure out how I'm going to address that person and how I'm going to not let that toxicity impact me. At least I hope I can. Well... Yeah, and I think that, you know, I've always said that your friends, it's its quality over quantity. I mean, you don't have to have 25 best friends. You know what I'm saying? Um, I choose my friends very, very carefully. I mean, they have to be very faith-based. They have to be very kind and giving. And if it's somebody that's out for themselves, you know, we've talked about this before, they just... We just let those people go because they're not going to help us in any way. And they may be one that's going to end up wounding us. So, yeah. And, you know, I, I hate to say embrace the wound. Yes. But if yes. you can get to a point where you embrace that wound yes. and realize what, how you're going to come out of it mm -hmm. better. Right. Then life is so much easier, and we talk about that all the time. At least I bring it back to, hey, life is so much easier if you listen to Lolo, if oh. you listen to Lexi, and and actually practice this gratitude. Yeah. Life is so much easier. Yep. And you know, we quickly just to close, we always say, practicing gratitude costs nothing. You have the two tools you need, which is your heart and your head. Use them. All right. Until next time, how can people get a hold of you, by the way? Well, we have our Facebook page, Grateful Gratitude, a blog, gratefulgratitude.net. Of course, you're listening to our podcast, our YouTube channel. Share this podcast. Please, please share. Yes. Uh, this podcast, I'm sure, can be useful to a lot of people that you know. Right. As, as you're listening to this, you can, be, you can probably listed a lot of people that you could share this podcast with. So go ahead and share it with them. And it's a quick 10 minutes, yeah. so it takes just no time. So thank right. you. Until next time. All right.